Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of Mouthing Off. It's me, Olivia Caridi here, uh, chatted with someone who, to me, is the epitome of all things Bachelor Nation. She was on Juan Pablo's season of The Bachelor. Then she made two appearances on Bachelor in Paradise. And just recently, we saw her on Bachelor Winter Games. She had a ring on her finger from Benoit. So uh, without further ado, here is... Claire Crawley. All right, so I am here with Miss Claire Crawley, who is to me bachelor royalty. Um, oh, get out! <laughs> in every way, uh, we've gone back and forth, miscommunicating on when we're going to record. So here we are. It's we're happened. recording finally. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so you you've been on this long road trip, and and we want I want to talk about that, but of course we got to talk about Bachelor, everything starting with Juan Pablo. Oh man, ba- taking it back. Huh, Ta- we're gonna we're gonna go back to old school days. One of um, I don't know if he could be called the worst Bachelor ever um, since we've had maybe Ari, but he. He's one of the worst, according to America. Right. I feel like there's been some good contenders, though, coming up. I so. mean, who knows? Colton <laughs> could, could be in the running, too. I have no idea. You never know. You never know. <laughs> but you you go on the show. How many that, How many years ago was that? I mean, that was one of my favorites ever. I feel like it was like... Year... I don't even know. Was it four years ago? Five me, years ago? As you're talking... I'm I should probably Google know this. Juan Pablo year. This was a long time ago, uh, back in the OG four. days. Let's see. I know, right? Juan Pablo year. Vintage Season Bachelor. 18, 2014. It premiered in 2014. So that oh really gosh. wasn't that long ago. Which means we filmed in 2013. Right, because it airs. So, okay, yeah. So that, okay. I mean, Five kind years. of though, right? Right? It, it feels fresher, but maybe just because he has, uh, he's withstood the test of time, uh, sweet, sweet Juan Pablo. But <laughs> I've got to know, uh, Claire, before the show, Claire dating, you know, before filming, what was it like? Dating for me before filming, I actually had a guy that I was dating for quite a long time before Bachelor, right before Bachelor. And... He was kind of one of the reasons that contributed to me going on the show. So okay. I guess I can, if I can give him any credit in this world, it would be maybe for the boost for me to go on that. So because he if it boosted was, you to go on? Okay, let's not give him that much credit. Okay. But basically, we had a major falling out. I see. And um, I just, he was a total jerk to me. And it was kind of the end of many bad instances. Um And basically I came home crying from seeing him just sobbing. And my friend was like, you have got like, you have got to stop dating these guys that don't (laughs) want to be in relationships. So I was like, okay, okay, what do we do? And her, her way of like distracting me, making me stop crying was to let's put you on match.com. Let's put you on eHarmony. Let's sign you up for the bachelor. Let's do anything to get your mind off of this guy. So we literally you know how people make all these like, fancy I don't know how your intro video was not or fancy. like your mine was not I was yeah. literally sitting with like a juice tears 
semi going down my face <laughs> in yoga clothes, sitting on my porch, like, hi, I'm Claire. Bring me and- on show. <laughs> Get me out of Sacramento. Oh gosh. Um, and it happened to work. So I guess in some crazy way, I could thank him for that because if it wasn't for his jerkiness I wouldn't have gone on the show partially <laughs> yeah I love that most people you know because I always ask this question majority of people uh-huh. just say yeah I was in a bad experience so I went on the bachelor like yeah. that's the answer to all bad dating experiences it was the best the best distraction for me and I always right. tell everybody even if I hadn't made it past the initial flight interview down to LA mm-hmm. that was enough distraction for me I would have been totally fine to be like yeah that kind of got me out of- on yeah mm-hmm. yeah I would have been totally fine that's so interesting mm-hmm. So then you, you, the, the year that you kind of interviewed with them was, was that the same year Juan Pablo was bachelor? Did they ever kind of call you back later or it was always Juan Pablo? It was literally, I want to say like two weeks before the show started. Oh, so it was quick. It was super quick. Yeah. And I'd never thought about it before. And it wasn't one of those things that was on my radar because I'd never even watched the show. So Mm. it was just like, let's try this. It's fun. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't cool. Wow. And so, so you had never watched the show. Never. Never. I wonder if that's the better way to go. Like for me, I had grown up watching it. And uh-huh. so maybe I maybe it would have been better to just go in kind of blind, like not really knowing what I don't know. On. I think pros and cons, but I definitely didn't like I truly put I feel like it was back in the day when people people are more on it now because they're like Oh, I can gain from this Instagram social followers. media, Instagram followers. Yeah. <laughs> for back in the day, you were, you were called out for wanting to do that. Now it's like, you're called out for actually falling for the back guy. Then it was you know? like the right reason. <laughs> if you weren't there for the 100%. right reasons, you were like d- destroyed. And now it's like, yes. Oh, we're, we're all here for the same thing. Right. Yeah. To be famous. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're here for love, you're super weird. What's like, why are you, you why right? are you here? <laughs> Things have you're changed weird. so much. So, know, right? so you go on the show. Um, I mean, from the beginning, did you think Juan Pablo was super duper catch? Like what were your first impressions of him? First impressions were we had actually a lot in common, Okay, like how we grew up, our families, um, certain beliefs we had Mm -hmm. in common. We didn't talk that often. I knew I was attracted to him. We We had mad chemistry. Yeah. We didn't talk that much. Obviously, you know how it goes. You don't have to (laughs) just make out. (laughs) Exactly. Make it out. And if you have that chemistry, if if that chemistry is there, it can kind of carry you further, you know? So, I mean, I try to think, I actually go back on my Ben Higgins days. I can't remember a single conversation we had. I mean, it's like you say hi and then you just start making out and then, yeah. yeah, whatever. There's not really, you can't really talk about the things that you would normally talk about with someone. I know. Isn't that the truth? Especially when Juan Pablo, I mean, his first language was not English. So <laughs> makes it 10 times harder. Yeah. But plus you're having the producers pull you away every two seconds. So you're like, my ADD is kicking in hard right now. Right. Where I don't even remember what I was talking about. And where do we take off from there? How you know, do we even know. So, yeah. so you go on, you're, you're there for a long time. And, and the, the big, I mean, you had many big moments, but the big moment was the, the ocean swim. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that. So you're okay. on a group date. He asks you to go to his, po- his private pool during mm-hmm. the date. Mm-hmm. So then you later in the night knock on his door and ask him to swim in the ocean with you. And he says, uh-huh. yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, seems simple, right? For me, the logic I- that I'm going to ask him because he had asked me to go to the pool earlier seems uh-huh. super normal. Like you guys were on the same page. 
So that wasn't what happened. So what really happened? You just went for a swim in the ocean? No. So one thing that contributed, I mean, okay. So basically we were all in the house cooped up in the hotel room. Of course. I'm looking over the balcony and I see this ocean. I, prior to going on the show, I had not gone out of, you know, like I had never even left the United States, let alone on the other side of the world. So for me, what was so huge to me was I'm trapped in this hotel room. Mm -hmm. I want to see where I'm at. I want to know what I'm doing. Everybody else, I didn't get to go on a date that time, but I didn't care. It was more of like, I want to experience this and get everything I can from this experience. If I never come to Vietnam again, Uh, I want to be able to say, I know what it feels like to be in a warm ocean. I've never felt that before. I don't know. I didn't even know that existed to be honest. So, so I, everybody was drinking. I talked to the producers and I was like, I kind of just want to go down to the ocean and just feel it. You guys, like I was trying to convince the producers, like, yeah. let me go, just let me go feel somewhere. the ocean. Yeah. Let yeah. me get out of the hotel for just for a second. Everybody's drinking. I don't drink. Let me just go experience something for five minutes. Yeah. You know, not a big deal. If he was to go with me or not go with me, I did not care. Oh, and so I was walking down there and they said, remember that's his room right there that you just saw with him earlier. You shared that moment. And I, I, it was, it was 1000% a moment for me that I have lived with like crippling anxiety my whole life. And I wanted to be able to go down to the ocean, see what it felt like and know what it felt like to be like, God, I'm on the other side of the world and I'm not having any anxiety right now. It was like the biggest, like such a pivotal moment in my life for me. It Mm -hmm. to this day is a pivotal moment in my life for me to be able to have that moment to go experience that anxiety free. If anybody has had anxiety Mm -hmm. to be able to say, I'm a thousand percent anxiety free right now. That's one of the greatest feelings to me. Totally. So the producers were like, well, he's the reason you're here. You should probably invite him. And I was like, that's kind of a cool thing to have him share in my moment of like this experience in this moment that I was having. And I walked up to his door and I said, they told me he was awake, which he was not awake. So, and he's all sleepy eyes. Just, you woke him up. Basically. Woke him up. Okay. I they told me he was awake watching baseball. So I was like, sure, I'll for sure. I'm right here, two steps away from him, of course. Mm. So I knocked on his door, and like I said, I had not seen the shows before, so I don't know how editing all that stuff works. Well, and if but they I, had told him you were coming, yeah, I yeah, wonder. yeah, exactly. So I literally was like, this is a moment for me. I want to experience this. It's really exciting for me, and like, I'm excited about it. You're the reason I'm here even just for a minute, do you want to go down and like, just feel the ocean with me? Yeah. And he was like, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. What guy would say no. (laughs) Right. So we went down there, had a moment. We shared like a small kiss um, and it was probably two minutes down there and just dipped in, dipped out and then hugged and said goodbye. And it was like this really great moment for Mm me. And then Um, it it was made to look (laughs) like it was this really sexual jaunt into the ocean. Yes. Which is such an insult to me. Mm -hmm. And I had, I was so beyond pissed at producers at whoever they wanted to put the blame on and passing the ball on that. But it was basically like, I had this moment that could have been for me, that was amazing. And for other people who suffer from anxiety and it's like something that humans deal with, right. That's so much more relatable than like 
bullshit romp in the ocean, you yeah. know? Like, that's so stupid to me. That's so typical, I guess, typical Bachelor. But for me, but it was, was like... Yeah, how, how can you trust this show to actually delve into issues that uh, are relevant? I know, absolutely. <laughs> God forbid. God, God forbid. forbid. Yeah, you think that's that. the mistake of not watching the show, <laughs> is you think maybe they'll talk about maybe. things that are important. But no. I'm a good person, and no, they'll lovey. do good things, and they'll no, treat no. you good. No, no, no. We're all guilty of going a little too hard on a night out, sipping too many cocktails at a holiday party or even just realizing we're getting older and damn we cannot go as hard as we used to it's important to know that when that happens you don't have to spend the next day miserable on the couch all you have to do is put some liquid iv into your water and bam you'll get quick hydration relief so i take a liquid iv anytime i go too hard or even when i'm feeling a drag in my day under the weather even bloated liquid iv is the best electrolyte drink mix that's vegan free of gluten dairy and soy and it provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water it delivers hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone and it contains five essential vitamins including more vitamin c than an orange and as much potassium as a banana so whether you need energy for a tough workout you're preventing muscle fatigue maybe you're promoting healthy post-workout recovery all you got to do is pop a portable powder packet into your water so that's what liquid iv is just a little powder packet and you'll feel as good as new so for me, I bring my liquid IV packets basically ever everywhere with me. But right now I'm planning to bring them to Morocco in two weeks because they're really great at preventing jet lag and they'll keep my skin hydrated when I'm flying. It fights altitude sickness if you have plans to go up in the mountains this winter. It provides the important hydration and cold and flu recovery and prevention and it supports healthy digestion. I love liquid IV, especially the lemon lime flavor, by the way, and I know that you guys will too. So right now, my Mouthing Off listeners get 20% off at liquid-iv.com when you use my code Olivia at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. So just go to liquid-iv.com, enter my promo code Olivia to get your savings and start getting that better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com, promo code Olivia. So the girls, they get kind of pissy, and, and then Juan Pablo basically says that he regretted your ocean time. So did you, I mean, first of all, how'd that make you feel? And was there any element that you felt kind of like slut-shamed for doing that? Um, I don't want to say, I mean, back, back at that time, honestly, there was not, slut-shaming was not a big thing. It's weird to say that, yeah. but like, that wasn't in the forefront of my mind. It was more of like, are you really sitting here saying that to me when you're a grown ass man, yeah. an adult, you could have easily in two seconds said no. Yeah. And, or I'm tired or I don't think that's a good idea or my daughter's watching. But, but for him, I, I look back on it and he, his reasoning to me was like, I have a daughter. I don't have a daughter yeah. and I still would not do something what they were making it look like mm -hmm. on TV, which makes me believe that producers put that in his head that because it's going to look there, sexual. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Cause there was nothing 1000%. There was nothing sexual about it. Yeah. So, so to make it look that way and to 
kind of like already be plotting that in their head is so disappointing. Well, I think that's why I, maybe I had said that you felt might've felt slut shamed was in the moment it was nothing. So for mm -hmm. him to turn it into this whole, like, I don't want my daughter to see something like that was probably really kind of manipulative for you. Yeah. And that was the thing too. It caught me so off guard because it was like, I was shocked. Like, why would your daughter have a problem sharing a moment of like, something awesome that that's a kiss that you're doing a thousand other times, but, but just (laughs) sharing the moment with somebody in what, for what that moment was for is nothing to be embarrassed about to your daughter. So I couldn't comprehend even what he was talking about for, you know, hindsight. I look back, I'm like, obviously that's why they were telling him that, but there's nothing. I would think somebody would be proud of the, I mean, I would want my dad to look at that and be like, I'm proud of my daughter. She went out going there, she above her it. boundaries. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing <sighs> to be ashamed about. There's oh, the other, uh, other thing that was mm-hmm. uh, the helicopter. Oh yeah. That was um, fun. If we can all go back <laughs> down memory lane when Juan Pablo told you something pretty offensive in yeah. the helicopter. So can you yeah. remind us what he said? <laughs> he, it was, it was ridiculous. Like I realized after the fantasy suites that we never had like the discussion. I mean, you think when I'm get there, I'm going to ask like one-on-one, no cameras around. Are you picking me or let me like bow out with my head? You know, um, I did not expect his answer to be that. And what he said to me was just super offensive and super typical, Dude, it's, dude. <laughs> it's a typical so let's dude remind answer. Everyone, he said something to the effect of, "I don't really know you. I want to bang you." <laughs> something like that, right? Something of that sort. Yeah. Basically, it was all a physical comment versus like, "I've enjoyed I would like, like to be with you." Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think you're a nice person. Like, I think you're great. Well, let's see. I mean, he could have said anything at that moment. Did you get the impression at all ever? that he wanted marriage or did he, did he act like he wanted that? Yes, yes, yes. So after that night, after that helicopter ride, we went back to, he actually showed up to my hotel room and we were talking and I point like all the producers were pissed at him. And they said, they said, Claire, there's a freaking black car waiting outside for you. If you want to leave and go to the airport and go home, like if he's that big of a dick, cause I had told them what he said. And, and, uh, because they didn't hear it. And so um, they're like, there's a car literally outside waiting for you. If you want to leave, you leave. If you don't get the answer you want to hear, you leave. And and that's what I had wanted to ask him was, I've told a million people this, but it's like, if your boyfriend says, I want to bang you, you know, like, I don't really like, know yeah, you. Babe. I just want to have sex with you. <laughs> yeah. If, if a guy that's you don't not know what says you that, hear. that's not what you want to hear. If your boyfriend says that, you're like, yeah, babe. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Absolutely, right? It's so, funny that you say just quickly that you say the producers were so mad because I always mm-hmm. wonder you know at least production on my season they all loved mm-hmm. Ben thought he was the best but clearly mm-hmm. like there must have been kind of a disjointed relationship with producers they hated and him. him yeah they hated him and they I mean there was some super personal conversations with producers that were like basically if he ever said that to my daughter or you know and that's what I was saying was like put yourself in my shoes I don't know how this works I don't know what's happening here I just know my gut feeling and I know what I will and won't put up with yeah and they're like say it to him and he literally said no 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 you mistook that it was a language barrier I want to be with you I can see myself in Sacramento I can see you being you know a stepmom to my daughter like he Mm -hmm. said all that stuff and when you're 
in the moment and then you have producers it's all kind of like what do I do and and I didn't want to be the one to just assume something and bounce right and then it's like what if it could have been something awesome do you feel what like the language barrier thing ended up kind of being a cop-out for a lot of jerkiness absolutely absolutely like that he, maybe yeah, he said oh I'm sorry I just I, I don't speak English very well when mm-hmm. he was just being a dick yeah yeah okay. I think it's definitely a cop-out I think it's a cop-out for guys who do speak perfectly perfect English that they're just like <laughs> I don't know you know and then it's like I'm, get real I'm just afraid of commitment <laughs> blah, yeah blah. I didn't know you meant that I didn't understand what you're talking about really? basically if really? anyone doesn't understand something they're just gonna say I'm sorry English is not my first language <laughs> baby. I'm gonna start I using can't. that too with all the options out there, how can you decide what meal delivery service is right for you? I know it's tough to choose, so I'm just here to endorse my meal service, and that is Home Chef. Home Chef offers 16 different delicious meal options each week, from steak to chicken, seafood, vegetarian, and you can mix and match all of those based on your preferences. So once you join, it's as simple as selecting your meals, customizing your delivery dates. Your box will arrive at your doorstep each week with recipe cards and fresh pre-portioned ingredients. So in just 30 minutes, you have a home-cooked meal. I'm going to blow your mind here. Also say Home Chef even has a five-minute lunch option. (laughs) I've made it clear to you all. I don't know how to cook. I work late. I have a hectic schedule. I barely get to the grocery store, and I'm over these late-night fast food trips that I've been going on lately. With Home Chef, I'm not intimidated to cook in my own home. I can make flavorful meals in 30 minutes, which, by the way, is much less time than other meal delivery services that I've tried, and I've tried a couple of them. My tummy feels good after I eat these meals. I have so much fun cooking, which has never been the case for me. So my favorite meals ever, the grilled chicken with green beans and potatoes, and then I also made a fried fish. I fried fish myself. I pickled onions and then I made slaw. I loved all those meals so much that I've saved the recipe in this cute little recipe booklet that uh, Home Chef sends to you. And I've made the dish a few times since. The directions, super precise. They don't expect me to be a pro and they don't expect you to be either. Home Chef is supportive of my amateur cooking ways and they taught me in the most basic yet super instructional way. So go to homechef.com com slash Olivia, you'll get $30 off your first order. It's that easy. Homechef.com slash Olivia for $30 off your first order. Once again, homechef.com slash Olivia. So engagement day comes around. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I've talked to someone who who was final two and didn't end up getting engaged. Did uh-huh. the producers at all make you feel like you were going to be the one that he picked? Um, cause I know with my past honest, person, she said, yeah. Oh yeah, they were really saying, Oh, this is the day. This is your day. Mm, no, it wasn't like that for no. me. It was, it was definitely, and I had definitely got the heads up from like Bennett and from Chris Harrison. Bennett. They definitely, Bennett. I love I liked him. Bennett. I love Bennett. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he definitely like I was probably up until the moment you know it's all chaotic at the very end but up until the very moment like I was gonna walk up and um I Chris Harrison was like squeezing my hand and Bennett came up and he was like okay this is happening the cameras are set up we're gonna walk up there now 
And Bennett just looks at me and he like squeezes my hand. He's like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I swear to God, if something happens, you better let him know exactly how you, and I swear you to did. God. And I was like, <laughs> so I was mentally prepared for this because I, my entire life have been that girl. That's just like, it's cool. Like way cool to people. And I will walk out and be way nice and be not friends drama, not drama. and not drama and yeah. not throw anybody under the bus or just be, yeah, not drama like that. So I, I, yeah, I was like, okay, I, I really, truly, my family's watching this. My nieces are watching this. Like young women are watching this. Yeah. And am I just going to be cool with a guy, whatever this, if he takes back his word on what he said to me the other night, like, so, ooh, don't get me started. Said, reminder, everyone from two minutes ago that he said he could see you being yes. a stepmom. I yes. wonder, did I've always, does it seem like at least when they air it in these uh-huh. proposals for the person who doesn't get picked, uh-huh. he says all these great things about you. And then there's uh-huh. the, but well, that's the thing. He did not say all these great things about me. If he would have said all these great things and right. made it a very peaceful, nice, kind thing that you easily could have, you that have all breathed. the best. Yeah. Because that was, that was kind of what set me off was like, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? I put my heart into this genuinely. Yeah. How dare you be that guy? And that is not a language barrier. No, that's an asshole thing. Yeah. You know, you, you, respect some there was no respect in that the what he said and how he said it there was no respect so if we go back you did the the two hand he tried to give you like the kind of don't try to go in and hug hug me Uh -uh. yeah do not give me the pity hug to try to save your face like we're good no we're not good you you did not want to have babies with him no Um, i want to ask you because did you hear him say in person wow i'm glad i didn't pick her or did you watch that after the fact I, <laughs> I did not hear that because I was too busy listening to the cheering of all the producers in the background <laughs> as I told him off. No so way. I, yeah. They were all like standing. Oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy. Yes. Yeah. And he just kind of said it under his breath. I was long gone by then, which is, I could care less but about, did, but so you, I mean, I would have watched that back and been like, fuck you, dude. Seriously. <laughs> It wasn't fuck you. It was more like, thank you for saying that because it's just more of a confirmation that, yeah, bullet dodged. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for saying that because you're an idiot. What a great, what a great experience. I mean, one of the best endings ever. I mean, I know obviously it was probably painful and weird, but talk about like female empowerment. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It was definitely a moment that changed my attitude on dating Right. Change my attitude on self-respect. Yeah. And um, I definitely would say I, I had, I struggled with, especially after the last guy um, prior to him, it was like, I'm not going to put up with this anymore from any guys. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't. Can't make excuses Like there's anymore. no way. Yeah. No, no, no. I have to ask, um, this is a common question for me. Did you have mm-hmm. a feeling that Nikki was going to be the final pick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Just be, I think everybody knew just because she was the one that, I mean, well, I didn't, it was hard because nobody, there was like one or two people that liked her in the house and she was was the, the, the villain kind of, she was, and they portrayed, they, I mean, I asked producers after the fact, I was like, why did you guys try to, why did you guys cut out all the jerky stuff? She said, I mean, she said some Mm. pretty 
terrible stuff. Well, the to winner people in never house. really looks bad. They always try to protect the winner. They want it to be a fairy tale, exactly. and then you know. I, but that goes back to my question: what made what made you think or say something about me being a villain? What is it that show or is it other shows? You know, or what? Well, here's the what thing: do you think it was. I I think the word first of all I think the word villain is so stupid and I think the yeah. whole concept I'm thankful for the villains God this show would <laughs> suck without them but right. you know the, at least the way that they presented it on Juan Pablo's season and they did the same Ooh. with me where it was kind Ooh. of you you wanted attention from him a lot which isn't villainous but mm-hmm. they make it look that way and uh-huh. then basically anyone who's not the angel of the show somehow has become the villain. Like when you Uh go on paradise, uh, two seasons later and you know, they, they make you look unstable. Like you're talking to raccoons and Mm -hmm. crabs, like things like that, where it's, you, they clearly weren't making an effort to make you look like an angel the whole time. Like they wanted you to look unstable or like a hog, (laughs) which is just weird. But you know, I, that's the only way I'd say you were quote unquote, villainy I kind of I mean I that's why I always ask that because I laugh at it because it's like okay give me an example if you call a woman standing up for herself Mm -hmm. a villain if you call a woman that won't do and give in to what producers say let her be a villain make her look bad because you're not doing what they want make me look bad if if I stand there and say you're not the type of guy I want or calling people out or saying how I feel about things and expressing using my voice and saying, I don't think this is right. Or this is what mm-hmm. I find a problem with is standing up for myself and speaking up and using my voice is a villain. So be it. I'll be yeah, a villain amen. any day, any day of the week. Hell yes. <laughs> I was like, I would rather be the villain forever than not be myself or, mm-hmm. you know, just be nice to people who are mean to me because I have to be then like, no, fuck that. Absolutely. I'm not going to do that. So exactly. If I have to just bow down and do whatever producers Mm-mm. say and be besties with everybody that's fake or this or that mean to me yeah i'm not i'll do bye oh i love it end of the podcast where we drop the mic um i have so many i I have so many thoughts so i i want to ask you you make it sound like people were hating on you for standing up to him but for me it feels like it must have felt good to know that a lot of america felt like he was a jerk right yeah. Well, yeah, because what, of course, watching it back, you're like, ouch, what, yeah. does he, like he really was that bad. But did people wow. give you shit for standing up for yourself? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. There was, there was some comments here and there about like, oh, it's just cause you didn't get picked and uh. you're this or you're that. And I, <laughs> my comment anytime, even to this day, currently any negativity that people throw my way, my answer to that is, I don't see you on that show. No. I don't see you in the same situation. I don't see you under that stress and no, even comprehending what the circumstance is like. Mm-hmm. So for you to sit back and judge from your couch or your phone or whatever, easy, yeah. easy on that. When, when you do that and experience it, let me know. And then judge. Once then you go on the show it. and whatever happens to you <laughs> happens to you, let's, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Until then I really, it's just water off a duck's back. Oh, it's just, it blows my mind. The things people say. It's insane. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not even the, basically at the, after the final, whatever you were kind of at that point, just like over it done by, don't even want to talk to you. Um, yeah. So was there ever a chance that you were going to be the bachelorette? Were you ever in contention after that season? Um, we had definitely talked about it. I had interviews and stuff like that, and I got flown down there a couple of times. But for me, I don't. I was not emotionally in a place 
ready for that. Like okay. I think, and when I say water off a duck's back, that's hindsight. But at that time when the show was airing and when they were looking, making mm-hmm. me look the way that they made me look on that right. and kind of editing and piecing things that didn't really happen, mm-hmm. happen. Um, what people did not know was that my mom <laughs> was really, really, really sick and she mm-hmm. was in ICU. So I'm watching the finale or, you know, the last couple shows from the ICU at the hospital right. with my mom super sick. So, and people are sitting here, you're terrible. You're this, you're that. And I'm just like, how did this happen? Why, why would you guys make me look like this? Or why would you guys edit things to look that way when that didn't even happen? At least you can do is make it look at least how it happened or really what went down. But so, so I'm sitting there and I'm taking care of my mom. And to me, anything in the world is, I mean, real life is so much more important than doing stuff like this, doing the shows like that. So that was like my top priority. Yeah. And I just emotionally was not in the place to do it. Like okay. having the editing is what traumatized me more than the actual happening of the show. Same. So, <laughs> so a question then. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like I might've felt the same way as you, as far as editing was concerned. Yeah. Were you one, were you upset at all at production? Did you ever voice being upset at them? And two, was there ever a hesitation to go on another show after that because of the way you felt towards editing and production. Absolutely. There was, it was always, it's not my fault. It's his fault. It's that person's fault. It's that person's mm-hmm. fault. I'm not the one that edits it. I just, I have your back, Claire. I'm your best friend. I have your back. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Love that I believe in you. You're not going to look bad. Like there's, there was all the stuff that was said and mm-hmm. being a person that sees the good in people and I treat people well, like I, in my head is like, well, maybe they do have my back. Maybe they do, you know, maybe it was the other person. Like I never knew. Yeah. And then of course it's always to get you on the next show. Yep. It's, it's, but we'll make you look good, but we'll, we love we'll you, but you're our you friend. This time. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. you look at the opportunity and you start to believe it to say like, not even like I need to be redeemed, but like maybe I can go and have a good time and maybe it's a vacation with my friends and meet somebody and it be something good this time, you know? And so you want to believe in that and you want to believe that they have your best interest. Do you think that they do? (laughs) Um, After, after your history, do you think that they do? After the second show, after Bachelor in Paradise, the first Bachelor in Paradise, I kind of thought they have a job to do. And mm-hmm. I totally understand it. And I totally respect it. They're not my best friends. No. However, I, it's my choice to say, do I want to go back and make what I want to make out of it? Right. Knowing how they are. And because they're great people off, off the, um, off their job, off their little microphones where they, yes. Yeah. Off their earpieces. Little earpieces. Yeah. They're great. They're all awesome. Great people That's, for the most part. I will say that. Like I, yeah. I did enjoy trying to get to know them outside of their work mode but it's it was so weird to experience non-work mode and then earpiece mode it was like two different Mm -hmm. things two totally different things yeah Yeah. so it was just really or they would seriously be like earpiecing it and i'd be like come on in mid-conversation yeah mid-conversation and then they'd be like you know, yeah, I or they co- copy, copy, and I'm like, wait, copy, we were copy. just having conversation. Yeah. Was someone listening to that or something? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. trust issues. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. So it's weird. hard to decipher when you're there. Totally. Like, are, are they talking to me or is it like a show, yeah. uh, show thing? Who here doesn't have time to go to the gym every day? Me. Who here can't even afford a gym membership in the first place? 
but who has goals to tone up and get fit and doesn't know where to start? I know, I know, but I've got the answer for you guys. It's Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On Demand is an easy to use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts that you can do from the comfort of your living room whenever you want to. It's the company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, Hip Hop Abs, Three Week Yoga Retreat. You've heard of all of them. Plus, they have the best celebrity trainers out there. So they've got Tony Horton, Autumn Calabrese, my personal favorite, Sean T. There's hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels on Beachbody On Demand. They range from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio, even dance workouts if you're into that. So here's the deal. I get to work out on my schedule now. If I have 30 minutes in my day, I can find an intense workout. And even if I only have 10 minutes, there's a workout on Beachbody On Demand that I can do in my living room that doesn't require extra equipment. And I can access Beachbody On Demand anywhere, anytime. I'm getting my insanity workouts in with Shanti every day in my living room. And trust me, I am sweating and burning more than I have at those classes that I've left my apartment for and I've paid an arm and a leg to take So please join me on my quest to get in shape. Tell me what classes you're taking. I need myself some mouthing off accountability partners. So right now you'll get a free trial membership, including their new 14 day results plan. This is brand new. You guys, you can lose up to nine pounds in the first two weeks. And all you got to do to get that is text Olivia to 30, 30, 30. How can you not do that? You'll get full access to the entire platform absolutely free. So all the workouts, the nutrition information, the results plan to get you super fast results and all the support, which is super important, totally free. So just do this right now. Text Olivia to 303030. I want to let's go back to the raccoon conversation and the crab <laughs> conversation. What actually go, what was happening in that time versus the way it was edited to make it look like you were having a complete breakdown and having a conversation with a raccoon. So that was day one, as soon as we had gotten there and I was already to paradise and I was already obviously privy to the fact and hypersensitive to them editing what they edit. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to, I don't want to, you guys give me the date card first off immediately because you want to start causing shit with people. So I was just like, I'm not, I know, I know what you guys are doing. Yeah. So I was so frustrated right off the bat day one. And I was like, I'm so frustrated. Can't I just be an extra on the show and like be on the <laughs> beach reading a book in the background? You know? yeah. <laughs> so I sat on the porch and I was actually talking to Alon and ah. I'm sitting there and I'm talking to him. And I'm like, this is so frustrating. I put myself in this situation, getting bitten by bugs. Like I'm, I'm just trying to be cool I'm to people. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. Exactly. Like <laughs> I just want to relax and hang out and have a good time and no drama. Like mm. I came here to have fun. And can't you guys at least <clears throat> show the fun times and show the good times and stop just stirring the pot, man. And then you're talking to a raccoon. Next thing you know, you're talking to a raccoon. Do you know the next two shows I went on? I literally held a producer's hand. Every single time I would be alone with a producer, I'm like, like show that there's someone there. Yes. If I was talking to producers, I would literally hold their hand and be like, no, you're sticking right here with me. Do you find that gimmick shit funny or is it something where it's like, oh, I got to put fun at myself. I thought it was funny. What I, I kind of am baffled by is the people that will come up to me and be like, Claire, 
what kind of psycho do you have to be to talking to, talk to, to animals? Raccoon. Yeah, like how crazy are you? And but I'm like, isn't that, maybe really? it's just because I'm educated, <laughs> but it's, you know, in well-versed in all of this. But I feel like you even if I had never watched, never been on it, I'd still watch the show and be like, there's no human being that would talk to a raccoon. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I talk to my dog, but that's like... But that's a dog. What, are you going to find a <laughs> raccoon on the beach and like have a full-on yeah. crying session with a raccoon? Let's be honest. People Ugh. believed it, though, girl. People believed it. And oh it just is so... That's. I think that's actually funnier than even the raccoon being like them editing that. Is the people that are like, how crazy can you be, Claire? I'm you like, you need meds, bitch. You crazy talking to crabs, <laughs> talking to crabs and whatnot. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I find it hilarious. So I'm like, goofy. really? Yeah, those are the things that actually kind of, kind of might play in your favor because you can laugh them off. Ha ha, mm. funny, funny. I talk to raccoons, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just but all of that. That's like the qu- the quintessential editing thing for me is making it look like you're talking to like a palm tree or something people believe it though when which you're is really talking to a human being exactly like there's a, god forbid there's just, you're just talking to yourself on a beach and no producers around <laughs> you can talk god to yourself forbid. but you can't yeah. talk to animals <laughs> exactly god uh, forbid so so paradise i mean i could go on about paradise but unfortunately uh-huh. uh those two seasons were not uh, what's that fruitous fruish for I don't know that word for you nothing I know what you're talking about yeah you. It, they they <laughs> you know one season it was well who was it Ashley Fraser Frazier mm-hmm. kind of slut shaming you that was season yeah. one then season mm-hmm. two you just didn't really hit it off with anyone so you went home wasn't yeah. uh, wasn't your place but then winter games was yes. kind of your your spot so so what made you want to go on winter games so I wanted to go on winter games because a, it was a brand new show mm-hmm. and I was super excited for that. I also wanted to, um, to me, how they portrayed it and put it out there, which it was, okay. was a lot of activities and doing things. Paradise. Sports. I for sure were like sitting around drinking, just like getting drunk and, and I and being somebody around. that doesn't drink. Yeah. And for somebody who doesn't drink, that is so boring your nightmare yeah <laughs> it's my ultimate yeah. nightmare yeah so i was they're like you know we're gonna be skiing we're gonna be doing this we're gonna be doing that so many activities and i was like i never in my life want to be the person that looks back on something and is like i had the opportunity and i wanted to do it but i didn't yeah i'd rather say i tried it and it didn't work out for me or well, it did, did you reach out, out to them and say you wanted to do it or was it the other way around um the other way around okay so they, yeah but they I, I definitely yeah, I definitely was like, I for sure want to do it though. Like, I'm yeah. so down to do it. Did this. you feel like you had to train beforehand? <laughs> um, how do you train when you're I a girl don't know. from California? Where in find in... the local ice rink? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it, but then I was like, you know what? I could care less. That's like, funny. I, I just remember, like, fun. I lived in the same city as, as Luke Pell at the time, and so. Uh-huh. Um, we, he was talking about going on, but he's like, they don't really, they're not really telling us that much. Yeah. I don't really know what it is. I'm just kind of going think in they blind. Knew. They yeah. didn't know. Point take. Yeah. Like that they were <laughs> yeah. kind of like, we're going to try something. And I don't even know. He was, he was at the time saying it might be international people. It might not uh-huh. be. We did not know until we even showed up. I was like, who is that cute, cute little Yuki girl? The Yuki. I'm going to bring her on. Now that's a, that's a, that's a a show where the language barrier I will accept for. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. I think it's all a scam. I think she speaks perfect English. (laughs) I think she, because there was one night in Vermont (laughs) and winter games where she was so hammered and she comes up and she was like, 
I'm like, Yuki, what are you eating food down? Like, what are you doing? Is everybody eating down there? And she was perfect. She was English. like, <laughs> she was like, we're eating bananas. We're eating, we're drinking milk. We're doing this. I had pancakes. I had this list. I mean, perfect. Or English. maybe she <laughs> speaks perfect English when she gets drunk, I know. which I've, I'm the same. I start speaking uh, Chinese when languages. I get drunk. Yeah. You never I'm know. fluent. <laughs> Hilarious. So, so you go on, um, and and you and Benoit kind of hit it off right away. Um, and you're... I mean, I wouldn't say that. No, really? Because that's how they I... made it look. So how was well, it in real life? He also says differently. We, we laugh ah, about it. But okay. like he, I was just, I truly didn't, I wasn't trying to meet a guy. I didn't care. I just wanted to go skiing, tear you up the slopes. Yeah, the I just ice wanted rink. to have fun. I just wanted to sit around a fire, <laughs> roast marshmallows. Right. Um, but... So we, uh, yeah, so he was, he was absolutely a great guy. Super okay. sweet, super funny. I did not know his name. We kept calling him Beignet. Beignet. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even know his name. And so me being the elder of the group, right. I was like, let's cook. Let, I'll make dinner for everybody. Let's get together. And he, he was like, I'll help you cook. Um, hmm. so it just started out as that. And we were just having, I, it was honestly night one. Okay. I didn't even know who was who. And we were just having fun hanging out. I see. So, and it's a, still a debate. I says he, I say he kissed me. He went in for the kiss for me. He says I kissed him. I did not kiss him. He kissed me. I have to roll the, the roll the tapes. Roll the tapes. Roll the tapes. I swear. I swear. There's a meme out there that shows him. For I will sure look up your, your gifts together and see where it is. So, so, but it's then you basically all the the stuff that was going on in Winter Games was that uh-huh. Benoit really liked you. You. Sh- liked him but then you also liked christian right christian the german yeah i don't know if that's christian or whatever but christian um, Christian. yeah so (laughs) so benoit's like no i want to be with you and you're like well i don't know so then he ends up going home that was two three days in by the two or three days in oh my god i still was like wait a minute what's your name again like i didn't i still was like whoa yeah (laughs) what's up um and i could definitely i didn't know he even felt that way like i didn't i did not even it wasn't even on my radar for him to think that way so when he pulled me aside and was like claire i'm in love with you i was like wait a minute slow down two days in yeah pump the brakes (laughs) it's two days in, and i thought he was seriously a really cool guy Mm. I just did not know him. I had never had a deep conversation, had, I mean, we had small talk at like the dinner table here and there, but it was nothing of like what he dropped on me. And I wasn't prepared for that. (laughs) So you were like, I can't commit my life to you quite yet. Yes. I don't know. And that's why I, I, what bothered me was I was like, just stay and let's figure it out and find out. And just, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I, I could kind of pick up on it earlier in the day when we were ice skating. Okay. He was, or like speed skating. He, um, he kept trying to like show off and speed skate by me and like <laughs> kick, kick ice and like Christian's face. And, and I'm sitting there like, I'm just trying to get to know people and you're just whizzing by trying to show everybody up. So it was like, okay, I kind of see, the masculine side coming out, yeah. you know, trying to be like, uh, you know? <laughs> so, so he, he goes home mm-hmm. and then you and Christian just kind of fizzle in a way or don't go yeah. all the way. So what happened between film, you know, the wrapping of, of filming mm-hmm. and then the after show where you guys get engaged, what happens between then? Um, 
So right when I left, <clears throat> Christian and I decided to leave together because we're like, yeah, we're definitely, it was what people didn't see that there was so much more fun stuff happening in the house okay. and outside of the house that it made it look like it was this, a romance type of thing. Yeah. We all loved hanging out together. Okay. We all loved hanging out together. So it was a lot of like, I encourage anybody who wants to go on it to do it. Cause it's just it was, hanging fun activities. It was so much fun. Okay. It was so much fun. Um, but they, they, so the romantic part of it for everybody, I believe was just the side part of it. Mm. The main thing was like all of us just having fun together. So it wasn't so, really all about mm, romance. Like it might've looked no, to be. Okay. No, no, no. Like when they brought a day card, everybody was like, Oh, who is it? Do I have we all want to stay in the house and hang out. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we doing? Right. Okay. We want to stay here and hang out. You're right. Um, so, so I got off the show. It was time to go home. And then, um, <clears throat> then the, as soon as I got on the plane, I had, I checked my, you know, you log back onto your social yep. medias. Yep. I had a message from Christian and a message from Benoit. Whoa. And it was, it was like, Christian was like, I miss you. And I was like, what? And he, what? He, he's just going home to, to Germany together. too. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I don't know. So, I mean, I just, he was a super sweet guy. I don't know. However he looked on the show, I didn't really pay too much attention to yeah. watching it, he but looked, whatever. He, he didn't really have personality yeah. on the show. I mean, and the whole jacuzzi thing, by the way, the whole jacuzzi thing. Oh, the was, jacuzzi. It was not even, an, it was literally like a five minute conversation <laughs> and never again had it even been brought up. And it was like <laughs> the biggest drama of the entire <laughs> show. She wasn't at the jacuzzi date that she set up or something. like. It was that. so Lord. funny too, because it was such <sighs> a misunderstanding between me. Like that truly was a language barrier. He okay. said, Let's be down here. Let's go in the jacuzzi. I was like, okay, I came down in my bikini, met him down there to go in the jacuzzi. Producers said the jacuzzi is full. You guys can't go in it. Mm. So we're like, okay. So you go in the bathtub with Leslie. So I was like, my bones are cold. I just want to warm up. We've been in the snow all day. So I just, I was like, okay, it's full. We can't do it. I went upstairs. I got a snack, walked around, hung out, went upstairs, took a bath with Leslie. And um, yeah, no big. And then. I guess he didn't understand what they were saying. So he waited oh. down, down there. And, and I didn't he know he was waiting. You weren't there. Yeah. But I didn't realize he was waiting down there. So I, I, I had understood what the producer said and they're like, no, you can't. It was three. Isn't that funny that that's like the big drama. <laughs> I know. And we, we, him and I talked about it. And we're like, what, what? Like that was so dumb. <laughs> that was so stupid. It was so oh. stupid. So, the only the, funny thing was, sorry to cut you off, but the funny thing okay. was that, he when in the conversation with the two of you, he kept just saying, uh, "Okay, okay." I didn't which even was compared was to Juan Pablo. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I did not even realize he was doing that. Uh, but the, the only the only thing I got pissed at that at that conversation was that it was probably a ten minute conversation at three or four in the morning, mm. and I'm sitting there like. I got to get my solid four hours of sleep in. Like I can't be having this conversation. Okay. So either you like me and we're going to like get over this hump or I'm of tired and we have to go to bed. or let me go to bed. Yes. <laughs> and he just kept being like, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, he was like, you're just another girl. I'm all okay. Especially let me go to bed now. <laughs> Can I just go to sleep, please? Can I just cut this Fuck out? This day and go to bed? This stupid fight. So <laughs> hard pass. Okay. So, Oh, that's great. I'm glad we cleared jacuzzi up. That was on my list too. So you, have a message from Benoit, a message from Christian. Uh -huh. He says, I miss you. Benoit says, uh -huh. I miss um, you. <laughs> he, Benoit was basically like, are you okay? Oh, that's cute. Are you doing okay? And he wasn't like, are you with Christian? What happened? Yeah. What's the scoop? Did you know? Tell me everything. Tell me everything. He was just like, are you doing okay? And I thought that was the sweetest 
sweetest thing anybody could have said at that moment was like, you've been through it with me. You understand it. Yeah, I'm okay. Thank so you you're going to take you know? Benoit's DM over Christian's. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then, um, yeah, so we just started talking and he was really sweet. And we talked every day and FaceTimed every day. Okay. And it was, we had like, I would say like four or five hours a day of talking. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was a lot of talking. Did you, did you see each other in person at all? Or? We totally did. Yeah. We saw okay. each other. Um, we had like, I want to say two weekends together. Was it one of those like safe house visits? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I see. Um, which was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. We snuck out of the house and went nice. out to Did sushi. you wear wigs? No, we, we didn't have any, but we totally, sh I was down to do that. Mm. We just, we just went out and people saw us out, but they're just like, wait, wait, who are these wait. people? Yeah. yeah. Who are these? And the show had me, I think it was just beginning to air. So mm. people really weren't understanding what had gone down. Okay. There was one lady who came up to us and she was like, you guys should totally get together. You would make the greatest couple. And we're like, ah, little and you do guys you know. are like, <laughs> so yeah, we're just friends. When you guys are, are getting back together, talking, whatever, mm. was engagement a conversation? Like when did, when did engagement come into play? It did not. Oh. <laughs> um, if anything, <laughs> what I had said to him, 1000%, even getting into talking to him again mm. was, I think you're an amazing guy. I don't know you. And I right. want to get to know you. I think you're that special, like you're a special guy. Okay. Um, and I know I want to get to know you. I know I like the basics about you, uh, but I want to get to know you more. And I said, now that we can do that off the show, I want to do that. I said, I felt like it was majorly rushed on the show. Yeah. And we have all the time in the world. I'm in no rush. I really want to get to know you. And now that we have the time to do that, like, let's do that. Like, let's take our time. So then, that was important so then to me. Was, was it ring, ring giving a shock? to you um it was it wasn't a shock to be honest because I know how he felt he's very much he seems very romantic like that yeah I wouldn't say romantic is the word oh. I would say um oh. I mean okay I'm, I don't I'm not trying to throw him under the bus no you're but not it, it's, no not at all it's it's more I think it's a more I'll speak on my behalf yeah. I think I just need a lot of depth from somebody. I need to okay. know that you're not just there for the fun times, for the easy times, for the camera times, for the Insta pictures, for the followers. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I need somebody to be real about it. And at that point, my, um, ugh, sorry, my mom had just been diagnosed with like a terminal illness Oh, I'm sorry. and nobody knows that <laughs> I have yeah. not talked, talked about that, mm. but at that time, my mom was diagnosed and I said, I need somebody. And what's really, what's always been important to me is I need somebody that will be there through me with me, not just through those fun Instagram, cool public times, but through the real stuff, but through the real stuff. And that's really what I was going, am going through. Mm -hmm. And so I need somebody who's kind of down for the nitty gritty and down for the realness of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I want somebody who wants the real me too, the, the me that can throw my hair in a knot and be nasty and gross yeah. and sit and eat popcorn in my bed and not be an Instagram picture and not be the public eye of what everybody thinks is this perfect couple. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't, I could care less about that. Okay. Um, I needed somebody who really wanted to get to know me and not just Claire from the bachelor. Right. And so I would always push him and press him and say, I need this from you. I need this from somebody I'm going to be dating. Yeah. And for him, <clears throat> um, which was, I mean, it, 
was really, it was hard for me. It was yeah. really hard for me to kind of get that out of him, but I was willing to take the time and he was willing to take the time to put the energy into it, to want to get to know each other. Okay. Um, but the stuff that was important to me was not important to him at the time. Mm. So it was, it was, I was okay with taking my time on it. Yeah. Um, that's how any new relationship is. So I was not expecting the engagement. The only, the only thing that was talked about it was that, uh, sorry, that's okay. <laughs> was that obviously we know this kind of stuff happens on TV and people propose and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like proposals happen. But I, I thought about it and I talked about it and we talked about it and I said, wouldn't it be actually awesome if something like that did happen? Because my mom has, um, Alzheimer's and dementia mm. and for her to like be able to watch that and watch it back would be yeah. beautiful I think and for her to remember that sorry that's okay you're gonna make me cry <laughs> sorry that's okay um, this is good so we had talked about something like that like wouldn't it be cool if it was on film or something like that happened just just kind of in a side note mm-hmm. like that would be cool you know yeah um and he is is a total gentleman if anything he is a complete gentleman mm-hmm. and a total sweetheart i really do have nothing but the best to talk about say about him but for me i was not really in the same spot emotionally yeah. i needed more from somebody yeah especially going through with my mom like i yeah. needed more from somebody you know so so you guys you end things but it, it seemed like to to anyone with the the statement that you gave out that you guys mm. really did have a really deep res- respect for each other absolutely we and... still totally do i i think he is a an amazing guy okay. he's an amazing guy right at the time and right now he's not what i need in my life right now mm-hmm. as far as like um we're just we're not on the same page yeah um and i don't want to throw him onto the bus what <laughs> under the I bus like you're, what you are at all i think you're yeah yeah i think you're speaking really highly of him and maybe it was just a situation where you know it seemed it seemed like the right thing at the time and then yeah but yeah but everything is is really rushed in general on this yeah. show all the time yeah. and it might have seemed like the romantic idea and, and let's do it. <laughs> and it's it. beautiful and it was great. And I 100% would do it all over again in a heartbeat because I have so much respect mm-hmm. and like this deep love for people that show their vulnerability yeah. and that put it out there and that make an effort for stuff like that versus taking the safe route yeah. or the um, predictable route. I just, I would rather, and with anything, like I said before, I would rather do it and say I did it and tried and put my effort into it than to not. Right. And, and there, I just, for people who put their vulnerability out there and their effort and want to say, I want to give it a try. Mm -hmm. I have, I just have so much more respect. It's so much easier to not do that. It's so much easier to stay safe. So all of our love to Benoit. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. nothing wrong with him. Everyone love Benoit. Yes. yes, yes. Not a mean kind of thing. Not at all. Not at all. It just, that's kind of the, what it came down to was, um, we also, after the engagement, we realized for me, what I said was there's a lot of things, if we're going to be engaged that we need to discuss, Okay, which is important stuff, money, kids, religion. The, there's the things you need things, to talk about. Yes. The big things in life that probably <laughs> should be talked about beforehand. Yeah. But well, that are important. You that's know? why I feel like a lot of these, you know, relationships don't work is because mm-hmm. you, th- things happen so quickly before there's conversations about logistics and, Absolutely. you know, he's Canadian. You <laughs> live in California. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. <yeah>. Logistics. <laughs> logistics are kind of important in relationships. I know. <laughs> hindsight. Hindsight. Right. So, so then, then let's 
let's talk about something that was super exciting for me to watch you do was what road uh, trip um, I around like I document it. Well, <laughs> I know well, you did a great job, but I, um, Thank you. I feel like the road trip came pretty soon after the ending of the engagement. Did that have anything to do? Like, what was the road trip about? Um, so it didn't really have anything to do with the end of the it engagement. Okay. What, it, what it had to do with, actually, it kind of ties into it, to be honest. But okay. basically, I, I I think I get, and it, it still kind of is amazing to me, the amount of messages I get from people who are, are very old school beliefs. Okay. And as I, I actually have kind of old school beliefs, but I also have this side of me that is a very independent woman mm-hmm. and a woman that will not settle for less than my happiness. You know, I feel like my happiness in my world is my number one priority. Mm -hmm. It should be. And yeah. And I don't care if I'm 25 or 45 or 55 or 85. If I don't, I don't want to be with the wrong person in my life. I would, I don't want to marry the wrong person. I don't, Mm-hmm. You know, if it's, if it doesn't bring me happiness, I don't want to do it. And I think for a long time, um, I like, it's easy. Like I was just talking about to stay safe and to kind of go back in that shell of like, I want to self-preservation. I want to protect myself. Yeah. I want to stay safe. Right. And going on the road trip for me was, I, I, I kind of hit this point after the engagement was like, I really do want to progress forward and move forward and not shrink back and be scared and not kind of regress. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to stand behind what I believe in and do things that scare me and put myself out there and do things that bring me happiness and kind of stay aligned with my beliefs. And the road trip was something like that. I've always in my whole life been a dream of mine to do and kind of like hit the open road, go wherever I want and do whatever I want and see whatever I want on my own time. It's the greatest feeling ever. Yeah. And I was and so happy I, you did that. Yeah. I knew you did it too though. Yeah. Like, you hit the road. Girl. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm kind of a hit the road Jack kind of girl. Like I, maybe I, I need that. to do less of that. Cause I'm uh, <laughs> just sacrificing a lot of social interactions and dating interactions. But yeah, I mean, I was, I'm such a big fan of just the open road in, in totally. any like metaphorical sense. I think it's so important. So I was so happy that you did that because yeah. that's just so exciting. Ah, uh, thank you. It was, yeah. it was something that I think people do it all the time. And I like totally mad respect to them because for me, it was something that scared the crap out of me. So what I, did you learn about yourself? So I, here's something funny. I didn't listen to any music the entire time. I did a lot of like self-reflection. I did a lot of like podcasts. Podcasts are great. Podcasts. Absolutely. Some really good ones on there. Um, but I did just a lot of self-reflection and a lot of things that were like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I want to be able to say, I can tell you what Wyoming looks like. I can tell you what, uh, what death of Kansas looks like, not knocking Kansas, but like what the you like I've driven four, through eight Kansas hours. Before. Oh my god. Oh my I girl, I ran out of gas. <laughs> oh, no. I ran out of gas. No. I actually you thought really there's cool gotta be that. a gas station coming up soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and it was dark. It was night. Oh my God. So you want to hear something funny? Yes, please tell me. So I before I left, I had talked to this client of mine and she is an empath. Okay. And kind of like she is very hypersensitive to things. Mm-hmm. Some would use the word psychic. Intuitive, I don't really know. Maybe. Intuitive, yeah. intuitive. So I was talking to her and she's like, I don't know what you're, she didn't know I was going to be going on this road trip. Oh. I didn't tell anybody. 
And yeah, yeah, she, I, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, I yeah. didn't tell anybody because I was literally up until the last second, like, am I going to do this? If I don't, if I don't admit it, <laughs> I can totally back out. Yeah. Um, but she, she was like, um, I, I don't know what you're doing. She's like, whatever journey you're going on, that's coming up. She's like, your dad wants you to know that he's going to be your co-pilot. So I was like, Oh my God, she has no idea. Yeah. So I'm on this road trip and I'm just loving it. And I get to the middle of Kansas. There's no gas station. No. Good old Kansas. There's no gas station. <laughs> so I looked, I'm talking to my, you know, I'm talking to my friend on the phone, telling her where I'm going next. And I look down and my, it's getting dark. And my, my gas gauge says zero miles till empty. And I was like, how did that happen? When did how that, did that just happen? I swear it was a hundred last time I checked. Yes. <laughs> so I looked at it. I was like, there are no, so I get off the phone with her and I type it. I look up the closest gas station, 47 miles away. Ooh, and it said zero miles till empty. And I was like, I'm just going to ride the freaking wings of an angel Do here it. because I'm just going to go it. as far as I can. I literally went, made it to a gas station. I made it to the gas station. I was like, on no joke. And we were on fumes going like five miles an hour in neutral. <laughs> going downhill in neutral. My co-pilot yes. had my back. Girl. Oh, your dad had you. Totally, totally. Love so it, it was after that that I was just like, what that's when I really started thinking like of everything. And I, right. if you would go back to Claire, probably six months before I went on the bachelor. Yep. So five years ago, whatever. Yep. Five. I rem yep. I remember I had a, I started bawling in Kansas, but <laughs> good thing nobody saw. Oh, that's but like, what's up though. I know. Right. Like that, yes. those are the moments I live, oh, I live for that the realness. Good cry, man. Totally. Yeah. You can't be mad at a good cry, no. but I had looked back and I was like, I remember being a couple months before I went on the bachelor, I was supposed to be in a girlfriend's wedding, a mm. great friend of mine's wedding. And I remember I couldn't drive an hour away for her bridal shower because I didn't know where I was going mm -hmm. and it scared the heck out of me. And it gave me crippling anxiety. anxiety so I yeah. turned around and went home and I called her and I was too embarrassed to talk about my anxiety at the time, but I turned around and went home and I told her I'm sick. I can't make it. Like I tried to come, but I'm just sick. Mm. She kicked me out of her wedding. Oh, and it just wrecked my heart. Like I was like, I, little does she know, like I physically, like I just broke down. Yeah. So to be in the middle of Kansas laughing no about like no gas and just like <laughs> laughing about it being like, oh my God, oh, really, God. like I live for these moments. This I now makes live my for heart these so damn happy. <laughs> yeah. It was, no, it was great. like, it was, it was like beautiful to me to be like, I'm not even crying. I'm not even no. freaking out. But like, this is something I like, I thrive off of those challenging moments in life. Yep. Like watch me rise above it. Watch me figure it out. Watch That's me make so it through. Great. You know? and, and it only comes with experience. Like yeah. all the travels I go on and, and there's just moments where I'm like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. This is not going well. And yeah. then I, you just have to freaking pull your panties up and yep, be like, do this it. is how it's going to go. And here's <laughs> my options. And, and if yes. I cry, then what am I doing? How am I helping myself? I just got to keep freaking going. You just got to do oh. it. That's, that is the key I to success it. is just not turning around. I you freaking know? love it. I'm so happy that you did that and that you Thank had such you. a good Me experience. Too. Yeah. Oh, it was the time of my so life. So excited for you. Totally the time of my life. <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about, cause I don't uh, want to take up your entire day. I, this has been such no a worries. fun conversation. I'm sorry. It's going over, but, um, that's okay. No, I love you. Yeah, it's great. I love you too. This is so, <laughs> I'm like my new friend. Um, let's talk about dating. Okay. Um, 
you know, you have said many times that you're never going to settle. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you said it kind of basically, uh, just a few minutes ago, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'm someone who's getting older. Uh-huh. How old are you now? I'm well, I'm almost 27. Um, oh, I, I know, I know. Oh, don't, don't even. <laughs> but I just, what keeps you, first of all, I love how protective you are of your own happiness and, and how yeah. you're never going to settle. Um, but what, what is the perfect relationship look like for you? I mean, if on paper, it all made sense and it would get you to, to feel like, okay, my happiness, I can put it into someone else. Like, what does it look like for you? For me, a relationship that I would settle, like settle into and like be happy to be a part of would be somebody who is very self-confident in themselves because I, I think this happens when you're younger. It's like, you want to grow together. You want to like, learn together and learn to have this beautiful relationship together. I'm not in that phase of my life. Right. I've learned and taught myself how to create my own happiness. Okay. So I don't need a man for happiness. And I think that that's weird. Or some people say intimidating to some guys that I don't need them, Mm -hmm. but I really don't like, I I have my job. I have (laughs) like, you do this where I like, I have, I've created a very, a life that I love. Mm-hmm. I've created a life that I'm absolutely obsessed with. And it, it will take a lot for a man to kind of come in that. And as long as he doesn't make it worse, okay. I want him to be able to like add value to my life. Totally. I want a man that can, that can get me out of my comfort zones that can see me for my weaknesses mm-hmm. and my shortcomings and see, see the things that I don't find good about my, right. you know, my, the things that I find are my shortcomings. I want him to love that stuff about me, totally. you know, you know, like I want a guy that won't point out my, and kind of like feed the bad stuff about me. Cause I have that stuff. We all have that stuff. We all do. Like we all have the stuff that we don't like that. We're not proud of that. We yep. just subconsciously do. I want a man to be like, I see that. And it makes me love you even more. Yeah. Like that's the kind of man I want. And I know that takes time. Yeah. But for me also, I want a guy that wants the hard stuff that wants the deep stuff that wants the stuff that doesn't scare them. Yeah. I don't want a man to be scared by that kind of stuff because real life is not always fun and pretty and easy. And rarely is it. Yeah. Yeah. And and with that, comes the happiness. Like I'm a happy person. I love to do adventures. I love exciting things. I love to like, there's so much that I love to do in life. I want him to like, that's just a bonus of it. I think. Yeah. The fun, you know, the the fun fun stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Come, come and be a part of my life. If you want to take on everything else of my life, you know, that was so beautiful. (laughs) Where do we find him? Where does he exist? They, they exist. They definitely exist, but it's, it's something that I, I protect with all my heart because I, and people, I mean, I've been told everything like you're too picky or too this, you're too that. Mm -hmm. And like, so be it because I'll take that over the alternative any day. Right. Which is settling, which you won't do. Yeah, absolutely. And I have, that's the thing. I think that's why I'm at the point I am now because I have settled. I have gone back to the guy. I have been physically hurt by a man. I've been emotionally hurt by a man. I've, I mean, some of the worst relationships I've been in are so emotionally abusive and like Ugh. trouble to me. Yeah. And I've put up with it and I've been there and I've done that. And it's like, I've seen the dark side of it and I've been at the lowest of lows where I wanted to die because I've just been yeah. crushed, you know? And, and I think people sometimes mistake things and say, Oh, you're a strong woman. Or you're this, 
because look what it's like. I've been through hell and back in relationships. I've been through all the bullshit you can think of in relationships. And so because I have been through that, I'm not willing to settle for anything that's even like that. Beautiful. And if that's the opposite, if that's what relationships are, and if that's what you've got to put up with, I'd rather be alone. So, you know, freaking you know? same. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell every guy, I don't want my children to have a father like you. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I want, I want better than that. I just want better than that for myself because I've, I've given my, I've accepted less than that. Yeah. And it's only gotten me so much heartache and so much hurt and right. it's not worth it. I had a lady on my Instagram that's still to the second, I don't know why it irks me, but it's like, when people say like, oh, you'll find happiness one day, Claire. And it's mm-hmm. the biggest insult to me because I have paid good money and worked my ass off to be in the emotionally in the place that I am at now. Yeah. You know, I or work maybe hard it's, for my happiness. Or maybe just some, like we don't, the journey to find the best of ourselves takes so long. Like who cares? One day love will happen. Like maybe it takes us forever. Some people to be so good within ourselves that, that like, okay, maybe love happens. Maybe it doesn't, but that's just not the priority currently. That's exactly what it is. It's not, I'm, I'm not sitting here and I know people see us from the shows and they're like, who's your boyfriend? Where's your happiness? Like, tell me about your love life. And it's like, it's not, that is so far off my radar. Yeah. Yeah, Like I, how about all the other stuff in life that's happening, that's going on with my mom or with my friends or, you know, anything like so much more of priorities in my life. And if that happens, I'm so down Beautiful, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And if not, I'm so okay with it. Great. You know? Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. Friends, and road trips. There are perks to not being in a relationship. Hey, freaking men. I get to eat what I want. I get to watch yes. what I want. Do what yes. I want. Yes. Ooh, yeah. It's going to take like a picture perfect thing that I can literally write down on paper to yeah. forego the beauty that I found right now in my life. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing too, is that I'm not looking for a perfect man yes. at all by no means. So it's not about high standards or perfect man or nope. he's, he's not out there. It's not that it's just, I want a man who fits into my life perfectly. And I fit into his perfectly and it, it like works and it you just know? works. It just, yeah. it just gels. It just gels. <laughs> well, what a freaking awesome conversation that we just had. I'm so excited about it. Um, yes, and I me too. can't wait for all of my listeners to hear this. Cause I think they're just going to love it. Um, so I'm glad Aww. that we finally could get our, uh, times to freaking gather. And yes, um, it happened. East coast, West coast. I, I thought you were in Atlanta still. I don't know why. I, was. I absolutely was Oops. for a while. I was actually supposed to be there longer. Okay. Um, but because of family stuff, right. I came back sooner. You just, and you needed to be home. And that's absolutely. Great. Well, I, absolutely. I hope everything is good with family stuff and, yes. and it gets better or, or whatever's going on. And yes. I just adore you. I think you're wonderful. And I'm so oh, excited world of you. for people <laughs> to hear this. And, and I want you to go off and do things with your day, but thank you for talking to me. Seriously. I don't, I haven't smiled this much, um, Aww. talking to someone in so long. So Thank you. It is literally, it's been a treat to me to talk with you. Yeah. Like, I want to talk more. Off, I do I mean, too. Podcast, I know. Can we, let's, can we be friends? Are you in life? Seattle? I am in Seattle. Yeah. So I'm my, close my to you. My friend Renee, Renee lives up there. Yeah. I, you're literally a one hour flight. That's so. so, I would, and I, I work for the airline. So I'd love to come to you and oh, we can yes. spend time together. And I would love it. Oh, what airline do you work for? I work for Delta. 
bring it on girl yeah so bring it on yeah <laughs> so i'm so excited you go do yes. things with your day i'll text you and i just i just love you i really do i would i'm so glad that we had this conversation it's mutual it's mutual <laughs> have a good day okay you too honey bye, uh, bye girl bye I just think that that was an awesome episode. I love me some Claire Crawley. So make sure to follow Claire. That's C-L-A-R-E, by the way, on Instagram, Twitter, at Claire Crawley. Send her some positive vibes. She's a wonderful woman. Um, and then make sure to go on iTunes and leave Mouthing Off five stars. And you can also take just 10 seconds out of your day and write a positive review on Instagram. It helps me, helps you, helps the podcast. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. Have a good week.